0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Forward Pressing, episode one zero six. You got Kevin here. I got Yanis with me. How you doing, bro? What up?
1: What up? Happy Sunday, happy Sunday.
0: Happy Sunday. It is a beautiful February twenty fifth. Um, we we are recording this after the final of the Carabao Cup, uh, which will be the first topic we talk about because oh, we we got some fun quotes, and spoiler alert. Um, Chelsea once again with an abysmal performance. Um and we're gonna, we'll, we'll talk about Chelsea a little bit because Where where did they go from here, man? I don't know where did they go from here. Um seems like money isn't the problem. Um but we'll talk about some Bundesliga because that's that's like my favorite thing to talk about recently. Um Leverkusen, <laughs> Yes, yeah, specifically. And Bayern honestly. And the whole Bundesliga in general. But yeah, we'll talk about some Early transfer news. By early transfer news, you know what? Well, you know what it is. Mbappe. Um, some Champions League, MLS, all that good stuff. Um, I guess let's just r- jump right into it, man. Liverpool win the Carabao Cup 1-0 right before the game was going to go to a shootout. Man, I'll give I'll give my slight thoughts, but I really want to hear what you have to say because Liverpool have so many injuries. So many players missing. They they got the reserves playing out there in the starting lineup. While Chelsea has all the big boys out there. And they can't even score a goal. And they lose. Like, walk me through what happens here. Because clearly, I mean, I feel like Liverpool are, are, are running high with like, you know, they know Klopp's not going to be there at the end of the season. They want to win a trophy for him, right? Uh, yeah. But they also have so many injuries. No Salah, no Nunez. Uh, Gravenberg gets hurt in the middle of the game, like to start the game. Um, no Trent, no yeah. Allison.
2: Yeah, it's played. Yeah, it was running the show for the most part. Yeah. Um, and go for it. I would say. The club
1: leaving factor may have played a part into this. Uh, I still think that overall, I would say that Liverpool was the better team. I think they had the better chances, even though Chelsea could have won this towards the end of the game, towards the end of the regular time. There, um, so I think Chelsea would be more disappointed than Liverpool. I mean, they'll be obviously very disappointed because of the potential. the, the potential of them getting a trophy was is pretty much none now because this is the only trophy they could play for at this point. Liverpool still has the league and stuff, but I think for Liverpool's the the confidence when it comes to like winning with an I guess an underperforming not an underperforming team but a lesser quality team It's I think it's very encouraging. Um like I said I think the club club leaving they kinda needed to get him a trophy. They don't know if they're gonna win the league, so I think they kinda have to put all their basket in this game. Even though they played the youth players, and the youth players they play pretty well when they when they came on um that's i think it'll be that's a great experience for them getting a chance to play in a big game like this and in, in the and in, in Wembley stadium and getting to win a trophy in those in the, in this fashion i know virgil scored a great goal by the way by van Dijk as always but he
0: scored it earlier in the game too he got ruled out
1: yeah that i don't know if it was a qu- controversial it seems relatively
0: like a, the right call from what i saw it was, but still, when you think about it, it's kind of like, it is like a mental aspect of, dang, we did all this, and our goal got overruled, you know?
2: Yeah. Still, I mean, he end up, he, he ends up getting the the,
1: the goal to win winner, so I guess you could say a history, uh, the goal, ball doesn't lie, I
0: guess you could say. Yeah, ball doesn't ball lie. Lie. Um, ball lie. I mean, they, they clearly deserve the win, so, I mean, congrats to them. Um, the bigger question for me is more like Chelsea. What do you what do you do from here, right? Because the, the league is really not going well. We are not seeing much progress. They've spent an extreme amount of money to build this squad and are not seeing results. They brought in a quote unquote high caliber coach. Um, they played Leeds in the FA Cup in three days. Like, will they regain? Are they? I can see them losing to Leeds. Leeds have been kind of on fire, low key. Yeah, they beat they
1: beat their second in the championship. Beat Leicester, that was first this weekend. Yeah. Um, it could go either way, really. Um, I would say Chelsea is like up and down right now, cause like they'll mm. have a great performance like against City, where they can get a point at away at City. That sounds like end. a miracle.
0: Have... Talking about it so, now, like how did that? Yeah. How did that happen?
1: Again, that honestly they probably could have won too, but. Uh, and then they do they go and do this in the final against uh. I guess I'm not gonna say a Liverpool second team because a lot of players were have been starting a lot lately, but this wasn't the strongest Liverpool side they could find they could get.
0: I mean, half of Liverpool starting eleven was players that are not in the starting eleven usually.
2: Right. But still, I think I think the
1: the fact that this is it is a final; it's only one game. Anything could happen at that point. Um, I don't know what Chelsea goes from there. I think they see, they, all they really have to do is keep kind of working. Keeps, keep grinding and stuff because nothing is you're not getting less money you're not like more money is not gonna help the situation less money is not gonna help it either. they have they have gotten results they just need some some consistency some regularity. I think the lineups in terms of the getting a consistent starting 11 plays a lot as well. I know they do change a lot because of injuries um, which is unfortunate but kind of you kind of have to work with the players that are available. I don't know if Pochettino is the problem. I also don't know if he's the answer to Chelsea's problem.
2: So I don't do know. Do you if see
0: Ch- um I was going to say like do you see um similarities between the situation between Pochettino and also like Ten Hag at United? Because I feel like United have pretty been pretty disappointing with like the quality of our play recently. Very very consistent as well. We see some games that are very nice. We see some games that, like yesterday, we yeah. dropped points to Fulham. Um, it's I feel like I was very optimistic when when Ten Hag took control because I saw what he did at IX and I was very I was very happy with like the process of of who we selected and what I thought we would get. But I, I've been. Um, Kind of disappointed with the amount of progress and structure that I've seen, or lack of lack thereof. We have had a lot of injuries, um, which doesn't help. But it's like one of those that I kind of feel like Chelsea, Pochettino's in the same boat. Like I feel like I expected a lot more, and the fact that I'm not seeing like even any consistent positive direction, like is it just a bad fit? Is there a bigger looming problem? Like Chelsea has spent a lot more money than United have in terms of players they brought in, they, they have a lot more to work with in terms of, like... I mean, they have a lot of injuries, too. Don't get me wrong. Um, but they also, in terms of quantity of players, they have a lot to work with. So, I don't know what the solution is. I don't think Pochettino lasts. Like, they're, they're in the bottom half of the table. When was the last time Chelsea finished in the bottom half of the table? It's been a while. Yeah.
1: As far as I know, since I've watched Chelsea, I've never seen them at the bottom of the table. Or at least second half of the table. Um, I do think there's a difference though, because with Ten Hag, um, I think my issue when you look at Ajax, the Ten Hag that the Ajax that Ten Hag had, he had a very particular, specific midfield of like technical and high high passing uh, midfield, like the the young, your I guess Gravenberg was there at some point too, but especially players like that, like this is not a Ten Hag's midfield that you have right now. I think it's mm-hmm. kind of working what with the best he has, but mm-hmm. if he could, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have that midfield. Like he, he's been talking about Frankie de Jong since he got there, and even till now, there we you guys have. Yeah, and Frankie
0: doesn't want to leave Barça.
1: He doesn't want to leave Barça, right? And I don't think that a Tag ever kind of lived away, like accepted that, because he keeps talking about getting the young back there eventually. Um, I don't think it's gonna happen. Although if it does happen, I hope. I, it should probably happen soon because Barcelona is kind of in financial struggle right now too. So that's an idea. But I just think that it's not the players that Ten Hag would want that are there actually. Like especially when it comes to the midfield. Like Tomáš is not a Ten Hag midfielder. Amrabat is not a Ten Hag midfielder even though he brought him there. And he first and he also happens to be injured a lot. The yep. only guy you could you could say was maybe a Ten Hag midfielder would be Bruno, but he needs the player the pieces around him to yep. like, support. Like, even Malv wasn't a ten-high midfield. Malv was just a, a bonus, like, that just happened to be available. Mm-hmm. Even though they, they overpaid for him once again. So, yeah. that, I think it's just a matter of, like, getting the right players for the manager himself and the players that he wants, not just the players that you can get.
0: And that's not even that's considering, cool. like, the whole Sancho and, like, Anthony fiasco where they've literally been, like, non-existent.
1: Exactly. And then, and then you realize that you got guys like Garnacho that can actually do the job in your academies. and you don't exactly. Even, I mean, you. feel like that... eventually
0: you bring them in, but do you do you attribute a lot of Garnacho's success to Ten Hag?
1: Well, yes, because well, it's a, I think it's partly Ten Hag, partly just Garnacho's it's himself, just resilience and stuff. Because Ten Hag was the coach that brought him in, right? The first team, wasn't it? I actually give
0: a lot of praise to Ten Hag for that because. Garnachos um, success also came at the cost of like benching a player like Rashford, which is not easy to do when he's like right. the focal point of your team. Right. You got to have the balls and you got to have the vision to like be able to do that and follow through with it and then reap the rewards, you know?
1: Yeah. At the same time, also Rashford has been underperforming
0: till, till lately. So definitely, when but like Garnacho's a lot of league players league... underperform and they don't get benched by their coach, you know? Because they know they have that quality and they will bounce back.
1: That is something that you can give Ten Hag a lot of credit is he does. uh, He stands on what he, I guess you could say he stands on business, but he stands on his, on his more, on his values and stuff. Like when you are not performing, when you're not training, training well, eventually you're not going to be able to start in my team is what he's basically saying. that's why Sancho wasn't playing much. I mean, obviously Sancho, there was bigger issues, but especially Rashford, like Rashford should be on the, the 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 team sheet almost every week, even like just because of what he what he has done and stuff, but he doesn't also take into into account like recency bias. Like what you've done in the past is fine, but if you can't do it today, like you you, you can't fit in my team, and I think that's a pretty good mentality to have. But like I said, with Den Hag, it's really just a matter of getting the players that he wants. and if, I hope he
0: gets he gets that chance because because like in recent, a lot like, of recent signings that we've made. Are Have kind of either been injured or haven't, like, the whole. I mean, Sancho and Anthony, but don't forget, like, look, like, Martinez is on this team. He right, just but Martinez has very had ex- injured. Exactly. He's, he's struggled with some really bad luck, to be honest. And Varane, yeah. don't forget Varane. Like, that was, he's also struggled with so much injury. Like, we've been playing the guys who we've tried to replace. That's the thing. I keep telling you, your best defender to me is Lindelof, just because how available he can
1: be. And I've and I've said this for a while now, and I still stand by that, because at least he doesn't get injured every two games like some people. The, the biggest not, positive. Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say also like, Onana's been playing well lately, and that's another yeah. ten Hack signing that I think he just he genuinely wanted because he did yeah. play with him. Um. So I know it was kind of a tough start for the guy, but. Lately, he's been all right. Even to me, even yesterday, like he did, heavy in the game for the most part, the lob
0: shot was pretty good. But
1: I thought Onana has done, especially since he came back from
0: Afghan, he's been pretty solid. Yep, I would say what is very nice and encouraging. Um, what I think are what I can attribute the biggest successes of Ten Hag's like tenure to date is the resurgence of uh Diogo Delo. Yeah. Who's been phenomenal at right back in my opinion. Um one of my
1: favorite United, United players this year.
0: Yeah, I, I think he's overall in the league, he's been one of the better right backs, to be honest. Um with his attacking prowess and also like defensive maneuverability. Um and also really I think Hoyland has really taken a step up. I think one of the one of the bigger that's probably one of the more exciting signings of, of late because we've seen how passionate he is about the club. And um, he's starting to convert a lot of those chances because he's not getting—he was—he's not getting any service. He—he he will go games where he doesn't receive a pass, which is just nuts for your striker, right? The guy that's supposed to score, score your goals, not getting targets or opportunities. Um, but now we're seeing more of those, and he's converting them, and I think that's a really good sign. And also, like we mentioned before, like Garnacho and and Kobe Mainu, like those guys are going to be squad yeah. players and very exciting um they're not they shouldn't they shouldn't be expected to be starters and and contribute to the success of the club right now they shouldn't at that age they should not but the fact that they are is already very very yeah enticing right yeah
1: um this the holding point is very key i think this the team always works better when your striker scores Mm -hmm. um Obviously. And hold on, you could see for the, in the last six games, like it's been, he's been, he's been on a tear. Obviously, the injury kind of hurts because it it, it kind of breaks the momentum, and you can kind of tell that he was missing yesterday. But I think he's, there's been a lot of encouraging signs with him, and keep keep in mind that he didn't get in a in a row.
2: With United. the youngest That's player to big score big in that. consecutive games like that. Six, I think, right? Six games.
1: Yep and without a preseason too. So it's there's been a, it's a lot of encouraging signs. So I think I think United can look forward like the the projections are going to be upwards. Um I like I said you still need a couple of new sign a couple of signings that I hope Ten Hag can kind of get if you can get that then that can you'll have
2: a better you'll have a better season next year than you are right now. I agree. Um, but top four, top four is
1: not out of the realm of possibilities for you at this point, still.
0: This United team is not a top four team. If we make top four, it'll be a miracle, to be honest.
1: Huh? You don't think you'll make it at the end? It's not impossible.
0: We're eight points behind Villa. We had closed the gap right. a little bit. Now we kind of lost our our stride. Um, and Spurs are ahead of us. I don't think we make top four. If if the league lets us make top four... um. That just goes to show something's wrong. Well, the league's not letting you, but if you guys find a way... Like, we're how it are we be... in 6th place with 0 goal differential? We've only scored 36 goals. Like, that's nuts. Luton Town in 18th place have 35 goals. <laughs> Luton's been doing better lately, to be honest. Like, even against they you have. guys, they played pretty well. They have, but still, Zaino it's just not not reassuring yeah um yeah my gunners though my gunners be winning they do it's gonna it's a tight race it's a tight race liverpool have it in their hands though now
1: yes but it's not like it's not they have so many injuries though it's gonna be tough to keep up yeah one misstep by any of the two like Chelsea the Chelsea, the chelsea misstep from city kind of plays into it, but Mm -hmm. they did win yesterday. Liverpool does have a game in... Does Liverpool not have a game in hand?
0: No, everybody's on the same games.
1: The same game? Okay. So, yeah. 60 points for Liverpool, 59-58. It's tight. It's tight. Anything can happen. But I I like what I saw from Arsenal uh, against Newcastle. Granted, this might not have been the best informed Newcastle that we've seen before, but still, for us to get a convincing... Newcastle was a bad team right now. Yeah. But this is why we can this is the type of games that sometimes we we would underperform underperforming and like not get a result in. The fact mm-hmm. that we got a result and it was convincing, like there was no doubt about this win is very re- encouraging and very reassuring to me. Saka was honestly uh, having a game
0: what a great another great game. He's been on fire was, these last few weeks, yeah. he's been on fire.
1: I was curious about the matchup against him and Levermento because I think that's a pretty good matchup. I really I really do like Levermento as well. Uh, I think Saka did win that matchup though. Overall, uh, Havertz Havertz stood out to me a lot as a number nine. He's been doing a good job lately as well. It's not just this game, but the last couple of games he's been kind of consistently performing in a good in a good fashion. I guess number nine seems to be his best position. Um, the fact that we I think I still think Gabriel is our best forward, but because of his I guess availability issues with injuries and stuff. Havertz seems to be pretty reliable when it comes to the number nine position. So I don't know if he's like the new number nine. He might be our best number nine right now, just because he can actually get on the field. But I still think that we probably will get eventually a new striker, um, in the summer. But so far, I think he's definitely
2: improved since the beginning of the season when he was getting criticized a lot.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, circle your calendars because. Um, I think it's March 11th. Liverpool play City. That's... That's that's soon. That's soon. That's soon. And also, Arsenal play City shortly after. At the end of the month, March 31st. Those two games might decide the league. Right. If City loses one of those two. If City loses one of those two... It's gonna be tough. But you guys still play Spurs, you guys still play Villa, you guys still play United. Like these are the teams that run in the bubble. Like those are I mean I Chelsea too, but I'm not considering Chelsea a difficult matchup. But anything can happen. But it's like I think I think all those you guys the top three title challengers all play those teams. I think just Arsenal and Liverpool don't play each other anymore. Um but the rest, like, they all play Spurs, they all play Villa. It's going to be, those those are going to be the games that decide the title, pretty much.
2: Yeah. And, the, and misstep
0: is very possible from any team at this point. Mm-hmm. And also, like, it may come down to goal differential. True. And we're, we can't we're not rule that too out. far.
2: I think,
1: yeah, we're not too far off. I think. And we City, have, City have the
0: worst goal differential of, of the three of you guys. Mm-hmm. So, not, who knows how it goes. It's gonna, we're going to have to see games that higher scoring because at the end of the day, it might be even on points and that may be the deciding factor. Right. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. This is a good race. It's going to be a fun it's finish. Good. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Bundesliga because Bayer Leverkusen have just beat the new Bundesliga undefeated record, which is crazy to say because a league that's historically dominated by Bayern Munich Every year, it's like we go into the league already knowing that they're going to finish it. Not as exciting. Um, what Trevi Alonso has been able to do this season has been nothing short of like spectacular. Um, this team has no losses, is eight points clear at the top of the table in the Bundesliga, which is like, unheard of. Um, Bayern have already sacked their manager for next year. <laughs> That's it's, true. It's he's caused havoc. He's 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 caused havoc, and he's developed so many young players. And how how far can this team go? Like, will there be continuity to next year? Is it like a one year a one year shebang and that's it?
2: Mm, I think for the most part, I mean, let's
1: let's for this year. I think they're winning the league. That's that's for sure. Yeah. right. We can agree on that.
0: I mean, it's not for sure anything can happen, but it would take a collapse at but this point. The
1: odds are, yeah, the odds are in our their favor, like quite a, by quite a lot, I'd say. Um, but when it comes to next year, I don't know if we don't know what Javier Alonso's plans are. he could stay, he could go. I my odds my my gut feeling tells me that he will go. Just I think he will go. Yeah, you don't get, like, the... you can. I think you can get the, the, the Bayern opportunity at a different time, but you don't get the Liverpool
0: opportunity too often. But that's what Especially I was going to say, though, because, like, when we were talking about it before, it was like, oh, Liverpool, match made in heaven, Klopp is, like, not coming back, Xabi Alonso, like, used to play for Liverpool. It's, like, the perfect transition period. But now the Bayern job is also available. It's, like, his two biggest... Not his two biggest clubs, because you would say Madrid is in there too, but, like that's it's like the two jobs that we would say he would be perfect for have just opened up he's going to have like a tough decision to make and also like you got to consider like he could decide to stay and and really push Bayern Leverkusen to like new heights next season like in the Champions League make some noise like who knows what's going to happen and have that be his like you know plant his flag there that'd be his 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 club for the next few years you know yeah, I don't think he's it'll be his
1: club for the next few years. If we if he finds if they somehow makes if they somehow find a way to keep him for another year, I think it'll be a miracle. But it'll be it would be great. I think it would be great for him. Great for the Bundesliga. Great for Leverkusen. It's just a great it'll story, great. is what
0: I'm saying. Like
1: it's a, no, it would be absolutely. it be a great. I mean, not it's already a great story as it is right now. But it it would be an even greater story, especially if you can like do it again, mm-hmm. which is like hard to do. Like especially if they end up not losing at all. Like They'll be like the German Invincibles in a sense.
0: Mhm. And then imagine back-to-back I mean, back titles in the Bundesliga yeah. as a team that's not Bayern Munich or like Dortmund.
1: Right. That's not easy to do. No. I don't want to see him at Bayern, though. I'll be honest with you.
0: I don't want to see I him at Bayern would... either.
1: I, I think it'd be... I, I wouldn't
0: be mad, but I'd be
1: disappointed if he ended up choosing Bayern. It feels I lazy. It's yeah. If, yeah, I think lazy is the better word, yeah. Because, like, it's too easy it's Like oh then, Here to we game. go
0: again. Like, it's just going to be Javier Alonso at Bayern Munich. And then it's going to go back to the same old, same old of, like, just they win the league before it's even started, you know?
1: And and if he goes to Bayern, he'll do what, he'll do what, he'll bring every Leverkusen player that he can. Yep. And then it will be back to the same usual thing of, like, Bayern dominating. Whereas if you go to Liverpool now, now there's now there's question marks, now there's contention, now there's mm-hmm. there's another threat to City. Not that Liverpool wasn't before, but now it's an even potentially bigger threat than to City. And I think I'm kind of pre biased on this one because I kind of wanted to want to see, see my Liverpool more than more than I want to see him at Bayern. I just think
0: it'll be Bayern's more fun to for win. the game, especially.
1: Yeah, for the game, especially. I don't know. I don't know how he doesn't think about. I mean, we'll see what he does. I if anything, I would rather, here's my here's my ranking. Either mm-hmm. stay at Bayern Leverkusen for one more year. That's like my my favorite option. Go to go to Liverpool is my second option or go to Bayern, which is like third
0: option. You'd prefer him to stay at Leverkusen for one more year than go to uh to Liverpool? If honestly, yeah. Like okay, if the listen. option is like that or Bayern, like go to stay stay, just stay. Hear me out he stays at Leverkusen one more year and then gets the Madrid job.
2: Madrid job. Is Madrid gonna, especially if you look
0: at that, what that going to look like? I know. That's a is that even... Because that, that, that's the only... Op, like, If he doesn't... Bayern will find a new coach this season. Uh, Liverpool yeah. will find a new coach this season. If yeah. he stays at Leverkusen, those are not going to be opportunities for him. So where do, where would he go after? if he goes to Madrid. he's He's got that it... Mbappe, Vinicius, Bellingham. Maybe Davies. Oh Maybe Davies. This that would be... New era of the Galacticos right there, but um, I mean, it gives us a segue to talk about Mbappe because Mbappe to Madrid basically done, right? We've been here so many times in the last few years, so many times. But it feels like now it's pretty much almost official, like ninety nine percent. Finally, finally. I just—it's going to be a scary team to watch play, man. It's going to be scary. Yeah. I it's think they I think scary. they might win the treble their first year. It's
1: not impossible. It's
0: not I impossible. would put money on that. We've seen, yeah, we've seen Galacticos fail, but this one I don't think is going to fail. It's different because we see how how dominant they can be right now and then yeah. those young players that they have that are already superstars world-class talents will be better and then they're getting arguably one of the best players in the world like if not the best player in the world
2: with the most informed team in the world
0: like it's and scary. then they get add jabby alonzo to it and Chalotti, you know rises into the sunset retires that would be lot
1: that would be wild You know how scary it is that Vinicius isn't even 25 yet? It's nuts.
0: I mean, how old is Mbappe? He's like 23 or 24, no? I think Mbappe's 25, actually. That's
2: nuts. Mbappe is 25, yeah. That's nuts.
1: That's nuts. That's going to be at least a good eight years of potentially winning
0: everything every year. I mean... Barcelona are going to have to do something to, to stop yeah. the Madrid dominance in the, the La Liga. Agree, yeah. um, but in terms of the Champions League, it's going to be like how we feel about Man City, you know, going into every year where they're like, they're all, okay, they're one of the favorites, they're one of the favorites, they're like top two favorites. It's like It was like them and PSG every year, even though they were like both choke artists for such a long time. Um, Madrid always have that finishing factor where they make it happen. So...
2: Uh, you mentioned because
1: we, I guess we stopped. We spoke about Alonso's coaching. Where's Tuchel going?
0: He could go to Barca Chelsea. He? Honestly, he probably, probably should have never left, but he was going, he's going back to Chelsea. Nah, he, w- I don't know. Chelsea have gone through so many managers that I don't even know if they would. Like, again. Frank Lampard's going back to Chelsea. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure well
1: I would say there's more the odds of Frank Lampard's coming back to Chelsea are higher than Tuchel coming back to Chelsea. I th-
0: I think I think if if uh, they don't get Xabi Alonso, Tuchel going to Liverpool could be something good. You know, German to German.
2: Right, yeah.
1: I can, I
0: can see that because who else well. is gonna be available for them?
2: There is a Porto coach, Con
1: I think that's a
0: that's a risky move.
1: Yeah, you're right. There's not that many options for Barca. I think, I think, I at Barcelona and Tuca Liverpool makes a lot of sense.
0: What about Mourinho at Barca?
2: Ooh, no. Mourinho wants Bayern, actually. He does? I think he wants Bayern. Where'd you see this?
1: Um, I think I can't. I can't remember if it was his Twitter or something. It might have been. It might have been like a, a fake article. But I'm pretty yeah, sure that I, he was like putting himself in contention for Bayern at the end of the season.
0: Because I want to. I want to see Mourinho at a top club again.
1: Yeah, and I think Bayern fits. Like he fits the Bayern. Like it's a. It's a high level club. The standards are those high, and people respect him still. Yeah, I'm not
0: gonna lie. I kind of don't see it. I don't know why. We'll
1: see. We'll see.
0: Like, I it's just, not impossible. the The fit doesn't feel right to me. No, you're right. It's it's not the
1: greatest fit, but it's not like out of the question. No, definitely not out of the question. Like I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it
0: happened.
1: Yeah, going back on the Madrid point real quick. Uh, yeah. I got. I, we gotta give credit to Florentino Perez. Just by. I mean,
0: love him or hate him, all you can do is watch.
1: All we can do is watch. You can only respect the job he's done. He's made Madrid's I think Madrid might be the biggest like sports team in the world just I in think terms of right. relevancy and historical like they're they're above like I don't know the Lakers whoever like they're above the that. Yankees the Yankees like they're I they're above the Yankees May, they might not have the same market value but I in terms of like, historical
0: I man, think I probably, think they're probably up I right think there. Madrid might be the most valuable sports franchise in the world I'm gonna look it up right now
1: I think they'll they'll say like it was they'll say it was a they I think I saw that recently. Um, pretty sure it's an NFL team. I want to say the Cowboys. But
2: Madrid. Yeah, number just one, has they said
0: Cow- Cowboys, Yankees, Warriors, Patriots, Rams, Giants, Bears, Raiders, Knicks, Jets. Raiders? Yeah. What? How are the Raiders? The Bears? I guess it's Vegas. The Rams. All worth more than Madrid. It's wild.
1: That's that's that's. I think it's more so money than anything it, else. It's not like historical yeah, yeah, it, value. Yeah,
0: it's Madrid and Manchester, are the the two highest uh footballing clubs, um, right. by far, and then it's Barça third. Madrid
1: has, Madrid has been relevant for so long, so
0: long. Like, nobody. The Lakers are twelve. Surprisingly, Lakers are twelve. Yeah, uh, there's a like. Eighty percent of this list is NFL teams, which is wild. To okay,
1: me. so it's, so it's more—it's more about market value, and I guess the way your, your system. Like the works. Cleveland Browns
0: are the bound, The Cleveland Browns are worth more than than Paris Saint-Germain. Oh, well, that's funny. Well, that just makes no sense mm, to me.
1: I think there's a, there's a, there's a reason for that, and it might have to do with like the league setup and how the money is distributed. I think it's something. It has something to do with that. Like you can, I think as an owner you can make more money with an LF and team than you can with a prem team. That might be something, something along those lines. Um, I know there was a video that I saw on YouTube that explains it. I'll probably send it to you later if you want. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, please. Um, yeah, that that might be the reason why. But still, I I, I mean, Ter- Perez to me is still the best president. Like, of I mean, in he's football, put, he's the best one. But even in all sports, you can probably put him in top three, if not, not three. I'll give you that much. I'll say that much for sure. Just because how great he made Madrid and how relevant Madrid is still relevant, and it's been years, decades, decades they've been relevant.
0: So they just know how to stay top. You gotta top. give
1: him. You gotta yeah. You gotta give him his credit. But I don't know who do you think PSG signs real quick on that.
0: It's tough, right? Because I feel like they have this new kind of like French identity going, like where their their star players are all French, but they're they're losing the biggest French player in the world right now. So, yeah, um, it's tough. If you try to replace Mbappe, you're gonna fail because nobody can replace Mbappe. Um, I think if they want like a striker, striker,
2: I in my head there's names like Jonathan David. I doubt
0: it. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it happens, but like,
2: not, I feel like that could work.
1: High, I highly, I mean, it could work, especially with a coach like Enrique. I just highly doubt it. Going from Mbappe to David, as good as David Obviously, is. Obviously, but who like are David. they
0: going to get? Are, you think they're getting a superstar? Super, superstar? They could get Osimhen. I have two names. Ooh, Osimhen is a good one. Osimhen is a good one.
1: And my The second name I have is Leao. I think that I would love Madrid, Paris, actually. He plays on the left wing. Yes, He's played. A, he's plays in. He played in France before, so he knows the league. Those are gr- those are and, great names. They can and get he both. French pretty well. Does he actually? I mean, yes. He's Portuguese, As right? If you, so. hear, if you hear, yeah, if you actually hear him speak French, like you would think he was from France. Wow. Okay. I did not think that. Sometimes I'll see some clips of him speaking French, and I'm like, surprised about how good it is. And it's not even like it's not even like you can't even hear the Portuguese accent when he does
2: it He's actually pretty. So good what do that. you?
0: So I think I think they need a few signings, to be honest. Like, if they get Léo and Ossiman, that's amazing business. I think they need a midfielder. I'd say...
1: I agree. That's tough to find. The I know... You know who could... The they could probably... Maybe convince Kimmich to leave. Because I know Kimmich and Tuchel aren't really mm-hmm. so, like... Ne- mm-hmm. Buddy buddies right now. So maybe they can convince Kimmich to
0: leave. Because they would need an experienced midfielder. And Kimmich is that. Because um, their midfield right now is... I feel like it's pretty... I wouldn't say... It's, I feel like that's the weakest part of their team. I
1: don't know if it's the weakest part...
0: Vitinha, Ruiz, and Lee?
1: Well, Lee plays... I like Lee, but he plays wide sometimes. But he, I think he's better than midfield. I do agree. I think it's inexperienced when it comes to like, that, was that was a lineup today.
0: That was, was a lineup today. That was lineup today,
1: And I think they lost. They were playing Ren. I think they lost, actually.
0: They tied. They tied? Yeah. They, they were had losing uh, a 90, 90 plus 7 penalty to tie the game. Damn. That's not a good look, though. No. I still
1: I do agree with you that they need another midfielder. Uh, I, I I mentioned Kimmich. I'm trying to see if I I I'm, can't think of any other name really. I would love to see Barolo there, but I think Barolo is leaving Inter anytime soon. Um, mm-hmm. uh, if we, if we're realistically, if we're realistic, maybe a Benasse, leaving Milan, I could see that because he's not really starting with Milan right now. Um, I know, but they want well, to poach
0: like top tier talent, right? They don't want just.
1: Well, you're not getting anybody from like. Uh, barca or no not barca but madrid or city that's not happening that's why i said Bayern is possible mm-hmm. you can get you could get
0: kimmich i don't think you're getting Goretzka, but you can get kimmich kimmich i can get i feel like he's also like uh at that part of his career where he could get a move right do you think but they'd go back to somebody so many... that they used to have like a like a rabiot
1: yeah, they, they, maybe they go back to Rabiot. It's not a possibility. But there's also so many good players in League 1 that you, you could probably find a good midfielder in Ligue 1 for sure. Like a Bourjois, for example. Even today, mm-hmm. he played well. But I think Bourjois is probably one of those players that in any other like nationalities, he'd be in a national team. And because he's French, he can't even get a look. Yeah,
0: because yeah, they're, they're too stacked. They're too stacked. But I
1: think he could be something. He could be a good player to get if they wanted to get like local or in, in-league players. What about He's one of the best He's one of the best midfielders in
2: the league. What about uh Florian Wirtz? Nah, that's not happening. I think he's staying.
0: Or he goes to Madrid next year with Javi Alonso? Ah! no. But like for their modesty like imagine they got like a like a many. I mean, he's not going to leave Real Madrid, but like that's another, you know, French Talent that they would love to they have, right? They
1: should have taken Tchouameni when they had the chance. He's, he's not
0: leaving Madrid now. They messed up.
2: Even Camavinga.
0: I think, I think they, I think Words would fit in in PSG. To be honest,
2: mm, it, it won't happen because
0: we, he he's got better opportunities probably. But yeah,
2: I think it
1: all depends if we can play with. Yeah, that's, that'll be key as well. Because Words is good, but Words by himself isn't good. No. He needs the pieces around him. I mean, he'll have. He'll have pieces around him, but it's just a matter of like Dembele, you know, Dembele Leao, and Bide. Osimhen. Like, yeah, if that's if that's your your front four, that's pretty nice. It's almost that's as good nice. as it Dembele is. on one. Dembele on one side, and Leao on the other. That's a dangerous. With Osimhen through
0: the middle, wingers. you got Worth playing as a ten. And your back four is pretty 200. set, like, like Hakimi, Kimpembe, Skriniar, uh, Hernandez. That's a pretty good squad.
1: Yeah, I kind of I, I like Tanguy Lee as a 10. I like what yeah. I've seen from him a
0: lot lately. Like, yeah, I like him a lot, actually. So you play words more like, deeper yeah. deeper in?
1: Mm, I don't I wonder if they can play as a 2, two eights, like as a, as a pivot, mm-hmm. perhaps, maybe.
2: Maybe Vitinha as a 6, think... but that's not the strongest midfield.
0: Let me give you a name, though. Tony Cruz. He's not leaving Madrid. I mean he's 34. Not leaving Madrid. He's 34. Did he he might have just signed just, a new contract? Just got back maybe. to the national team too? Yeah, so I I doubt it. I feel like that would be a good name though for them, you know, good experience. It would be. But that's what that's why I think that's why
1: the best case scenario for them is Kimmich, I think.
0: In the same in the
2: same sense of like getting some experienced mid- midfielders. What about
0: like a a Saul from Atletico? Dal Niguez. Yeah. Mm. I don't. I don't know. There's
1: a lot of Atletico players that when they leave Atletico
0: aren't the same. I mean, cause Madrid's got to they gotta sell somebody that midfield, right?
1: Well, they're saying that Madrid's gonna retire and go on the staff, so that'll leave some space. But the midfield is pretty much set up already. It's Valverde, Tromini, Camavinga, maybe Bellingham. You put that in there instead of the, instead of putting him as a 9 or false 9. So you have options in the midfield. They have pretty much a lot of options. They still have Ceballos. Maybe you can get Ceballos actually for, for, for PSG. Yeah. Especially with Luis Enrique as a coach. You can get him off the bench at uh, at Madrid. But I think he kind of enjoys it there.
0: They have There's options. They have options, options. Have but options. let's 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 touch on on Champions League before we we end it. Um, who's who's your favorite right now? Let's just quick. Mm, I think is it my Man City right now is still Madrid.
1: I think nah, I, I think it was always Madrid
0: to be honest. I think yeah, in Madrid. Yeah, I think Madrid's my favorite. Okay, but in, I, a, Madrid, a Madrid, Madrid City final would be pretty lit to watch. Yeah. Um, what what, what what do you think of Arsenal and, and Bayern? Because both of them lose their first game kind of in concerning fashion.
2: Mm, I'm a little
1: worried about Arsenal. I know fr- port Porto is a tough team to play at home, and we'll see what happens in the second leg, but I wasn't very convinced with what I saw in the first leg. It didn't mm-hmm.
0: look very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys dominated we... possession, but you did not have the better scoring chances.
1: I don't think we shot. I don't think we shot. Took a shot
0: on goal. Not on target. no.
1: Not on target. Yeah. Um, that wasn't the greatest performance. Even the goal that we conceded is kind of silly because of the way the way it happened. Yeah. Uh, because really plus it really ninety plus four. That's good. tough. That's tough. Yeah, that's frustrating. I think we'll be able to recover in the second leg, though. We'll see what happens, especially after a win like the one we got against Newcastle. It's a good uh, motivational motivation booster. Even though the game is, what, ne- it's not even this week, it's next week. March 5th, yep. I think. So, we'll see what happens, but I'm, I'm kind of confident. Twelve.
0: Yeah. March 5th is Myron 12th. Lazio, round two. Okay.
1: I don't, I don't know where that, that one goes. I mean, Bayern's Bayern got to win, right?
0: That. But, like...
1: Bayern Brian could lose that.
0: Bayern have Which not kept a clean sheet game. in a while, it feels like.
1: Yeah. It feels like it's been a minute. I think they'll win. I think they'll win. Kane cannot go out this early. In the Champions
0: League. I can, I can see it being like a Bayern win the game two one and it goes to extra time and and then who knows what happens.
1: Yeah. Lodger's an easy team to play
0: against. They're gonna come with a plan, but Bayern just got too much yeah. talent. They they will make it happen. I feel like they've been like they see what Leverkusen is doing. They're they're pissed off. I feel like as long as they keep their emotions intact and they use it to fuel them and not to to. To, uh, to make them lose, like, I think they should be able to do it.
2: Um, I'll, I'll, I'll
0: say, I'm not saying I'm another sure team as well, Inter Milan has been playing very, very well. Your boy, Lotaro Martinez, is not winning a Champions League. I'm sorry. Oh, that. you're just a hater. You're just, you're just, <laughs> I, I am kind of one. just a hater now. Okay,
1: real quick though, do you remember the fun fact that I said that I was going to mention to you? Uh, Yes. So, the coach of Inter Milan is... His last name is Inzaghi, right? Mm -hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you know who Inzaghi is? Yes. Who is Inzaghi? Italian legend. Okay, here's... Okay, so you don't know. Okay, tell me. Okay, so... The coaches that coaches Inter Milan's
1: name is Inzaghi. It's Simone Inzaghi. Yeah, the Filippo the, the long legend that you're is, talking is... about is Filippo and That's his. Yeah, brother. I know it's not the same
0: guy. That's what I was gonna say. It's... Oh,
1: you know it's not the same guy.
0: No, I know it's not the same guy. Oh, I thought you were gonna tell me bro, like they were Fili- like. Uh... No, they're brothers. Okay, I didn't know they were brothers though.
1: Yeah, bro. For the longest time, I thought it was people in Zagi as well. And then one day, I I think I looked. At, I was looking at a game, and it said Simone and Zagi. And I looked it up online, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is different."
2: They're brothers. <laughs> Did they play together? No, I don't think so. They had pretty different careers. Or well, maybe
1: they played both together at Lazio, perhaps. But I'm not exactly sure about the rest.
0: Yeah, I thought it was gonna be a bigger
1: fact. I didn't think you actually knew about that.
0: I knew the other one. I didn't realize lots Lazio coach was also an Inzaghi. To be honest, they look so similar.
1: I thought it was their first, I, mean, I thought it was their, their brothers. That sense. Yeah. Well, I'm a little disappointed now, but yeah. Enter don't step on Enter, bro. Don't step on Enter. They are in I think, form
0: right now. honestly, the other teams in the Champions League look kind of weak. So, I feel like there's, you know, Madrid, Man City, like, they're contenders. I feel like there's nobody on their level right now. i like, would say Inter's you, they, right behind them. Yeah, I would say it's, the next tier is probably, like, Inter, PSG, Arsenal. Yeah. Like... If we win. Yeah, exactly. You know, like... PSV Dortmund, I don't, I don't think anybody's doing any damage there. Napoli Barca is kind of like a battle of yesteryear. Um, Sociedad, they're not making it through. L- like Leipzig, they're not making it through. Atletico, I'd be shocked if they defeated Inter. So it kind of feels like it's gonna be whoever makes the mistake. But I feel like that when we get a final four, it's gonna be the four best teams, and those are gonna be like the matchups to watch. You know?
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know who's gonna be in the four best four best four, but I know Madrid. And City are going to be there. I don't know
2: about
0: the other two. Yep. All right, MLS. We'll end on this real quick.
2: All right, MLS. Just started started early predictions.
0: Inter Miami winning it all. That's my prediction.
1: (laughs) Okay. I have two predictions. I I think Columbus is going to win it again. I just think that they're still the better team. They haven't really changed much, and I think they're going to keep going in that same consistency. But I will say my second prediction is Montreal will make the playoffs. Um, yeah. This might be a little bold of me, but I did like what I saw yesterday from, from them. I saw they playing against Orlando. It was a 0-0 game, but Montreal looked very, very good. Uh, they look much different than they did last year. I like what the new coach, Laurent Courtois, has, has been doing. Uh, and it looks like it's, it might actually work. So... They're very. They're playing in the similar formation in Columbus. I think uh Cotoy used to play for used to coach uh the second team of Columbus in the and they won the MLS next pro which is like the second league. So he has a lot of contact. I I guess with uh Nancy. because obviously mm-hmm. I think he was in the staff as well. So um I, I'm looking. for I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens.
0: I think just to to add on to that point, I think the thing with Montreal and all the the like the recent coaching changes. It it takes time to adapt and and learn the system and and apply it at a high level. So I think we'll only see them get better throughout the season. Um, but also, like the important part is the consistency. So I feel like that's kind of what they lacked a little bit in in the last couple of years. Um, Getting results ha- away from home, especially. Exactly. So if they can get better at that, I wouldn't. I like. I wouldn't be surprised for them to like end in one of those like lower playoff spots. I'd be shocked if they end up being like title contenders, but. I would not be shocked if they're one of those bubble teams that's encouraging to watch you know who's not going to make the playoffs though I think Toronto yeah. that'd be a huge disappointment for them I'm not disappointed for them yeah I guess You're we'll Herdman.
1: we all believe in you we all believed in you
0: I don't believe <laughs> alright boys that's going to wrap it up episode 106 in the books made it this far we really appreciate it we're kind of surprised but nonetheless we hope to see you here next week make sure you drop us a follow on our socials forward pressing pod forward underscore pressing so notified every time the episodes go live and we'll have a lot to talk about next week peace 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 peace, peace. and the end
2: okay that was a little